see the mic. It's here today, so I'm calling all poets. Are you all ready to get the show started? Okay, okay, so we're gonna bring up our first performer up to the stage. Mr. E! I said, I've gotten money in different ways like Heisenberg. Elevate your mind, it'll take you high as a bird. You know, actions speak louder than words. You can't complete a sentence with just nouns. You need verbs. Now, these are known facts we was taught since elementary. What you say you're going to do, you're going to have to walk that talk eventually. So many lies these days getting hard to believe what's said to me, but this ain't nothing new. It's been going on for centuries. God, please, please send some sense to thee, or better yet, maybe send some dollars. Whether it's challah or it's challah, I'm waiting for my bread to leaven like some matzah. Get the money, man, I got to bars of lava flowing from the poetic one who speaks it proper. It's all about the value of a dollar. See, those who work for it, yes, they adore it. It feels good whether you spend it or you store it. Money rules the world. The dollar helps you explore it. The more you make it, the more you're going to want more of it. It's addictive, really. Can't stop until we stack it past the million. Investing in stock, bonds, and realty. Having it stacking higher than some stilts be. Rolling in like a wheel be until we filthy. They say if it don't make money, well, then it don't make sense. That quote is so dense. Rapping for free don't help you pay the rent. Time is money, and as it's spent, we look past like where the hell it went. See, I'm just giving you my two cents from the dollar. In this case, we got 98. Now, I ain't talking degrees, but having degrees could boost your earner rate. Your earner rate determines the food up on your plate, along with the choice of who you get to date and mate. However, the cookie crumbles determines if life is crummy or great. If you're sleeping on crates, I have beautiful woman feeding you grapes. In God we trust, over them dollars we lust. You know the acronym to cream, so get them dollars we must. I said in God we trust, over dollars we lust. You know the acronym to cream, so get them dollars we must. I said, you got a $1 bill, get your plans up. You got a $20 bill, better stand up. You got a $100 bill, get your hands up. Your bank account on the rise, get them grants up. You got a $1 bill, get your plans up. You got a $20 bill, better stand up. You got a $100 bill, get your hands up. Your bank account on the rise, get them grants up. Get them grants up. Get them grants up. Value of a dollar, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Joel! There's a monster in my head, and you put it there. It was just a seed, nothing really. An innocent joke now and then. But years passed, I still didn't get your humor. Years passed, and the monster, it grew bigger. You watered it with constant songs of, you're stupid, you can't take care of yourself, you're useless, you're lucky I'm here because nobody else cares. You need me, you can't control yourself, you have no dreams, no future, your passions are stupid, you're stupid, 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 stupid. And the monster, it kept growing bigger. Enough to be weaned off words. We don't even need you anymore. Now, it feeds on my brain. It sips on my soul. It gnaws on my bones. It chews on my flesh. I tried to find it, but I lost my sword, warding off any chance of help. 
I tried to accept it, but it only made it worse. I let it swallow me whole. You can call it chemistry or biology, call it psychology or heredity. I call it abusive conditioning. There's a monster in my head. It's been there for years. Now it's killing me. That monster, it's you. Please put your hands together for the host of the No Mic Open Mic, Dominic I'm sorry. You see, I'm sorry I'm too tired to lie today. I don't have the energy to escape this with a mundane lie. I'm just feeling down, and I can't explain why. I'm down and out. The monsters and the demons are inside me, and they're chasing me, and I'm too tired to shout. So I'm not ready to say anything, so here's this. Just to let you know, this is how I'm feeling, because I'm too tired to lie today. I'm feeling down. Because I don't know where I am. So it's impossible to say. I'm out on a limb, and I'm blown away. Away from the literal island of Singapore. Yes, you know who it is. Michelle the crew. Uh, this one's called A Life in the Footnotes. My father was a storyteller. He could hold an audience captive, telling stories with his hands, weaving words into spectacles. Footnote one. Yes, I see it too. Words, hands, stories. Oh, crap. But this isn't really a heartwarming tale of, and in the end, I am my father's daughter. It's more a cautionary, Oh, fuck. But we'll get to that. When I was little, he was my favorite. I used to, I, I once got up on the pulpit at church. It must have been Father's Day. Someone had to carry me up to the mic, feet dangling in the air, preaching to the congregation. I said, I love my daddy because he buys me chikwe. Footnote two. Chikwe is a type of steamed rice cake topped with preserved radish and chili sauce, a popular breakfast item in Singapore. Daddy. I can't even say the word anymore because there is something slightly disconcerting about being a 32-year-old woman going, Hi, Daddy. Hi, Daddy. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> Footnote three. Yeah, that was inappropriate. Don't force funny. It's that he stopped being Daddy a long time ago. It became your father's calling. Your husband wants coffee. Joseph said no. It wasn't that he changed, but that I did. I grew up and I saw the whole picture and not just a pixel. He buys me things because 
she's scrimping pocket change to pay the bills. Footnote four. We must have moved eight times within the same two kilometer radius. Five people cramped into my auntie's spare bedroom one time. One role in many a different scene, he was the bad man, angry man, the one you'd be sent to if you were naughty. They didn't like that he cursed a lot, foul mouth, bad language, bad man. Things tend to line up when you put them in place. Or perhaps to be typecast is just to be assigned the same roles repeatedly because it fits you so well. Footnote four, my favorite language, my favorite word in the English language is cunt. Joseph was an athlete. He was one of those guys who, who could play every sport and excel at each one. His brother used to say that he was world class, that he might have been, should have been, could have been. A brother with whom he shed blood and a past, but no words or the present tense. Footnote six, it is easy to speak well of the dead. It is easy to speak ill of the dead, and it is easy to speak of the dead. I wrote him a note once. It said something along the lines of, every time you yell at her, you treat her that way. It makes it harder for me to respect you. I folded it and put it in the plastic box that he stored his reading glasses so I wouldn't have to look him in the eye. It was the one time that I put myself between her and him. Footnote seven. I would only later realize that whatever I did, she would always choose him. In the last few years, we didn't really speak. It wasn't just that he lost the faculty, it was that I just didn't have the capacity. I just wanted to fast forward to he's dead and now I can move on. Footnote eight. Trajectories line up like curses, taking you wherever they will. But for now, I think I need to just keep telling stories with my hands. Thank you. And gentlemen, put your hands together for one of the amazing artists who have decorated our walls of our temple. The one, the only, This is literally how I feel when I have anxiety. No filter. So I'm not going to apologize for my honesty tonight. I cannot look at you right now, and I cannot look away. You are to blame right now for how jaded I am. You are the reason, and I hate that you are. You make me turn into someone no one recognizes. Don't smile at me, it's fake, and it puts a big, disgusting finger of disorders past in my throat. One more, hey, how are you? One more formality kiss on my cheek and my germophobic brain might just throw up in your face. Who am I kidding? You're not even, you're not even smiling at me. It's Black Mirror all over again. You look at me and your poker face isn't even good. You don't see me. There's a holographic Facebook feed on my left, Instagram to my right helping you reference who you think I am. 
<laughs> There's a holographic Facebook feed on my left, Instagram to my right, helping you reference who you think I am. I am my fitness booty pics. I am my status updates, my new video. I am who I pose with. I am how many friends I have. I am your mutual friends. I am guilty by association. Looking at you reminds me I live in a world inside my head that hates you for your trivial mind. I am jaded right now, and I know I am to blame. Looking at you reminds me I'm running forever on a hamster wheel. Paper, sun, moon, and stars hanging from above to help me feel like the days matter. I see the first glimpse of the sun, so I wake. From being the nocturnal thief who stole episodes of rapid eye movement, hits of peace, I wake. Pumped with natural growth hormones, a high of momentary naivety. I am fooled to think I might like looking at you. But then the contact lenses come on and my six senses begin to fuck my REM dry. I see that one micro expression your defense mechanisms show and then I sew my pupils shut. I hear your fake laugh. So I desperately reach for my headphones in my bag, anything, anything else but your laugh. I smell the stench of desperation in your cologne. I taste my own salivating mouth, tempted to poison myself with anything edible so I can be distracted. Bars with food menus, you fucking read my mind. Food, 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 food. The smell of your cologne is gone now. My skin might as well be that of a turtle's because touching you for hugs make me want to crawl back into myself, far, far back into myself. Sense number six, my gut. My gut, my gut, my gut is twisting inside my bones, suffocating in the ounces of water and glands in my body that produce hormones of contentment, homeostasis. You make me feel sick. So I'll go to sleep now. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause for Mr. Charlie Ode to the boy that cried wolf all contorted like Kama Sutra. For the water short of flow from high to low, pick a side. But you might not like this new dystopian future. Spent your wishes, yet until it's banged to rights, it's not enough, insufficient. Saw these fishes in the rock that come undone. Force a sudden death decision. Make you think about what it is and what it's not. Lots of pretty things we've lost, but not to say there's nothing gained. Cause a cure for this inertia could be a mainliner shot to the neck vein. Gain taste for the acid raindrops. Baby girl begging me, daddy stop. But the Rolling Stones known for the fact it gathers no moss. Still it's never quite enough. Been a slave to my own clock. Body waste away and stasis hit the bottom before I reach the top. Boy, those days are gone. Hopes are dashed, oh, another douchebag in a blue suit. She's crooning that old familiar tune. There is good and bad, 
but not the way it was. I pray the troubles pass. Thank you, everyone. Back by the man that was big as fuck because you was the public. Okay, it's good because he's walking in the door right now. Put your hands together for Steve. I had a teacher who only gave good grades to students who said shit that he had never heard of before. So we told him about a video game where you go back in time and control the future by butterfly affecting the past, trimming the extremist bad guy hedges so the future us won't know the worst of what this man we can be. But we're not immune. That's science fiction and our genies genes tell the real stories about getting rubbed the wrong way and not knowing how to answer simple questions. That anxiety and hopelessness has a beginning. And today it's testing. Holocaust survivors pass on their traumas and their snap to progeny. So what does that mean for the rest of us whose tragedy doesn't always have a name? The greed of Assassin's Creed is we all think we'd do it better. Back in time to control the now, history and the winners thinking they are writing it. But it's 2017, and the winners can't keep up. It's the hackers-led rebellion. V, Mr. Robot, and Snowden is a saint. We need more spontaneous paint. They want us to forget who we are so they can tell us how much we love them and how dedicated we are to all paying taxes. Man, it's fascist, and they planned it. Don't let them fool you or even try to school you. It's 2017, and we have the interwebs, ideas, and cryptocurrencies. 4,600 new ways for us to use how we want. How do you take away their power? You take away their money. Catch up or die, because I see the jelly spine hiding behind the curtain. Um, catch up or die, because I see the jelly spine hiding behind the curtain. How do you take away their power? You take away their money. Catch up or die, because I see the jelly spine hiding behind the curtain. And so does my 11th month's old son and the NFL. Because one man with a vision saw a way to get people talking um, about his socks and about murder by police, about the time we switch all our modes to the beast. And that one became six, and in one week, six became 200, and come Monday, it's the first graders kneeling, and the 97-year-old veteran, the wise man supporting the child in opposition to that which what we should all oppose, whether we kneel or say it aloud, or let fear take control of our past and silence us in the future. Man, the grandpas are skipping us and going straight to the babies because we haven't been doing enough to keep those ancestral memories alive so we can do something about it. We are passing our traumas on automatically and our knowledge of time. We can affect the future and we can make it what we want it to look like. Ancestral DNA. I mean, I mean, maybe, right? Right, just maybe? I mean, like, maybe we can remember shit our grandpa's been doing. Sorry.
right? I mean, like back in the day, right? I mean, I've been here before, right? I mean, I'm, I'm just too goddamn good with the broadsword in my dreams to have not been here before. I feel like I think that I remember that I forgot something in Istanbul for Ivan, and I've been arriving in silence, and Simon's been smiling for siphoning the life into something, despising, and I'm still trying to slice the time right. But that shit wasn't new. It was just new to the coolest guy in the room. And that dude looked like a future turtle who wanted you to donate old books on the left side of your right side to some sort of goodness they got planning. And I mean you, me, and the rocks all included in this initial white paper chewing gum manifesto. We can do it, my friends, tonight. If we want to. It's yesterday's unfinished, and we are catching up on the list of those we need to help our ears listen to, and then catch up some more. Because this math is simple. It's addition with intention, and I'm going to minus that multiplied high virus from the equation, but keep a close watch, because we feed nicely off those good and those plates we share. And we came here naked with twisted insides to bear, inside hearts are secrets that are part of our personality. I don't always know what's handling me. Unprocessed memories that know me better than my enemies. Why I jump to conclusions and why I don't like ham and cheese. Why I love my people and in foreign lands at ease. Respect to those with memories and keep the culture fluid. I'm glad those glands and functions have the balls to push on through it. Respect to those with memories and keep the culture fluid. I'm glad those glands and functions have the balls to push on through it. <laughs> It takes a special kind of idiot to use his white male American privilege to go to India and culturally appropriate a body full of parasites, starting with the case of the shits that left me shitting my brains out, what little I have, for 53 out of 90 days. On the banks of the Ganga, a chillum and Reiki catalyze a vision of myself, my body full of worms that coalesce into a giant kundalini snake, pushing the worms out of my head like Methuselah's hair. Silly me, I didn't take it seriously, and I thought it was that I was already healed. 2017. I see monsters every day. I look in the toilet and there they are, dead remnants of parasites, flukes, and worms. For days, the tune blowing in the wind comes to my mind and I paraphrase it. How many worms must a man shit out before he's parasite free? 
The answer, my friend, is blowing out my ass. <laughs> the answer is blowing out my ass for days. Every time I sit on the toilet, the tune blowing in the wind comes to my mind, and I paraphrase it. How many worms must a man shit out before he's parasite-free? The answer, my friend, is blowing out my ass. The answer is blowing out my ass. The other day, I have a minor freak out because I'm sitting at the computer busily working on a project, and I realized I totally went to the toilet and flushed without inspecting my shit for signs of worms and flukes. Luckily, I should again an hour later, and sure enough, I see the telltale signs of egg masses with little white tails. I think these worms must be tougher than I am. The other day, I spent five hours on a bus, or on many buses, to go across town to immigration. Coming home, the second bus was so full, I nearly didn't get on. And then I changed my mind and stuffed myself into the stairwell in the side so the door has to come around me every time it opens. And at each stop, uh, let's see, so I'm in the stairwell and for 45 minutes we crawled across five blocks of central Bangkok. At each stop, the doors opened nearly crushing my backside, my backpack or my foot. And at each stop, another person or two got on. Only one person debarked this whole time. On the last stop before the freeway, two schoolboys threw themselves in. I mean, literally threw themselves in. The last one hugging his friend, his ass hung out the doorway, and he held his breath, sucking it in until the door squeezed around him and got closed. Luckily, this was Thailand. It was an air-conditioned bus. And so there was no body odor, except for the two boys, who reminded me of the smell of the classroom when I taught primary school. The worms, meanwhile, have been subjected to 10 months of heavy-duty anti-worm chemical warfare, and still I pass them out. I shit you not. <laughs> A few days of the meds is supposed to kill them, but here I am, here they are, and don't get me wrong, I'm happy to see them because for years after the major case of shits from India, I thought something wasn't right. Two years ago, I got diagnosed with hookworm in Nepal, and in fighting that, it seemed that there was something deeper still. I tried cleanses and herbs and fasts and a few rounds of medicines, but it wasn't until a year ago when antifungals catalyzed a heart-wrenching pain and glump moving around my chest that popping a worm pill produced tapeworm bits in my poop that I actually confirmed that there were deeper monsters within. Fighting the tapeworm led me to fighting liver flukes, and we've battled back and forth for a year now. The glump in my chest has reappeared, and I'm happy to have an idea of what I have, and I'm happier yet to see dead ones coming out. I'm happy to feel a mental fog, depression, and anxiety lift after years of not realizing I was in it, and not realizing that worms and flukes can cause such things. I'm happy to see the monsters because now I can slay them.
a friend posts on Facebook that he got a cat. And I'm about to congratulate him and say how much I love cats and how cute they are. And then I think, no, I ought to tell him to make sure he deworms himself as regularly as he deworms his cat. After years of striving, I finally almost mastered abundance. If my ass were an ATM and worm bits were $20 bills, I'd be a friggin' slot machine from heaven. <laughs> Many of my lovers think my ass is a slot machine from heaven. Many of my lovers think my ass is the slot machine from heaven. How many worms must a man shed out before he's parasite free? The answer, my friend, is blowing out my ass. The answer is blowing out my ass. Thank you very much. Help me in welcoming to the stage another of the wonderful people that make all the things at Live Lounge possible. Please put your hands together for Mr. A deafening roar when there's nothing said. The silence is speaking volumes again. But why does she rear her head? It's unsettling. Where did the comforting murmurs go? When there's silence, I'm all alone, filled with dread. The voices inside are chuntering, robbing me blind of my sanity. I'm on a knife's edge. Reality is chewing a hole in my head. Get me out of here, my ego said. My mind longs for noise. But is that me? In this moment of perfect peace, I realize there may be nothing more important in this life than silencing the noise inside. Thank you. Shut, Shut down the joint. We're going to throw in a little Bangkok flavor for you. Please welcome the one, the only, Bedroom Poet! The twisted mind lives in the present. You'd have to be completely blind to want to be in this present, scarily unfazed, because have you seen what's going on at present these days? Wake up to frontline pages filled with death, hate, wars, and words designed to instill fear and manipulate, make you want to migrate into a completely different light year a million and one centuries away from here. 
the present got so bad that even the ones with money want to escape. Too sucked in, wondering which poison's best to take. Hit the substance, smash the line, toss the shot, rot until they ride out, grind till they blind, or drink until they don't remember what happened to them last November, December. Normal for 10-year-olds to be hitting up the trap phone, words tapped out their fingers like there's no room in here for love no more. Like what? Love, who taught you to type? Who taught you wrong from right? Or were your parents too busy being enslaved by that corporate machine that sucked on their spleens, wedged them right between death taxes, the ever brown green grind, and hospital bills, hamster treadmilling to keep paying those bills, too enslaved to pay attention? Did they mention they thought they were running uphill to a better life, but got sucked into humanity's invented detention, had the baby, became the wife, didn't predict the trap house their kid would end up in too busy too busy pretending that the path they chose was the ultimate ending it's hard to be unfazed and present when we've created a monster nightmare of this present buddha said breathe in the presence be the present be like tree still and present well what if you can't handle the present and no matter how hard you try you can't change the present is it to us is it too hard for us to admit that we fucked up this present the ones we count on so sucked in they became a part of the monster living so elaborately taking and raking never giving all love they were faking morals corrupted their morals abducted money corrupted their morals abducted they thought they could buy love spat on their own blood and shrugged it the disloyalty kicked in, words reduced to surface understandings, our handling of human interaction reduced to nothing but words on a screen, nothing to be seen of that love-filled family dinner table, beginning to wonder if that was some kind of fable ladle-fed to us, the moral of the story. If you're able to show love, don't reduce it to a label. Families, families, friends can be family, and us lot should be ashamed, though. Where is the love though? No room in this world for it no more. As I say it, I feel it slipping from my view. More and more looking out to the farthest shores. Back then I swore life was love and built to be adored. But people shrug it like it's some bore. So keeping my head down more and more. It's going to take a miracle to open this door. Thank you. Oxford Guy Andrews. I've been looking for you since a quarter past. I see monsters, but they're not under my bed. The monsters I see are the ones in my head. I see monsters in the queue at 7 Eleven, their insides filled to the brim with aggression. I see monsters on the BTS. It's like my patience to them is just a test. I see monsters dropping me a text, foul words like they're performing a hex. I see monsters in the mirror, others see a daydreaming killer. Out, damn spot, out I say. The gypsy eats my thoughts like a horse eating hay. I've slept with the monsters, broken bread with the monsters. Their sludgy thoughts in my mind always stay constant. 
I see monsters that aren't on this physical plane. Compared to them, I'm minute like the size of a grain. Their ethereal bodies loom over the city, eating people's shadows and feelings of pity. It's like my thoughts are neck deep in the mire. I need a distraction. I better call my supplier. The rooster says, The cow says, The monster says, I should just kill myself. Goodbye, guy. The monster ripped out my heart and chucked it in the stir fry. The monster hung up the phone. Those were her last words. I kept calling, pacing around my room like a hummingbird. 30 missed calls. I won't stop till someone picks up the phone. I do everything I can, but the monster's left me all alone. Your remaining credit is 8 baht, 17 satang. Thinking of drowning my thoughts in a tower of Chang. Then the monster picks up the phone that I've been ringing all day. If I really killed myself, you wouldn't have been able to stop me anyway. I thought the monster had put her life to an end, but the whole time she was in Siam eating ice cream with a friend. That was the first monster I saw, but it certainly wasn't the last. In fact, I think I know quite a few monsters when I dwell on the past. Monsters who say things just to see how you react. Monsters who do things just to see how you react. Monsters who fake their death just to see how you react. Monsters who say things just to see how you react. Monsters who do things just to see how you react. Monsters who fake their death just to see how you react. The monster didn't like my mind, said it was too quirky. Well, best of luck to you, monster, because hell is murky. That butterfly of hope may have singed his wings, but he still flutters in my soul and he still tells me things. For every monster, there's double the dogs and happy babies. But one baby is a bad egg and one dog has rabies. You're far too old to be this flippant. And thanks to you, monster, I'm afraid of commitment. But I'm wishing you well, and I'll see you in hell. And I hope that you leave your shell, because it's not a cell. These thoughts I won't dwell, because my life is swell. There's no need to yell. You're in pain, I can tell. I used to ride you like a carousel, sweeter than caramel. I had me under your spell, never said farewell. You still use that computer, that broken old Dell, to stalk my Facebook, now you feel in jail. For being a psycho, you win the Nobel. We'll probably cross paths in hell, but until then, I'm going to care for that butterfly. Nurture him until I hear that butter cry. I wonder if I'll ever regain the feeling of trust. Rancid beasts, every last one of us. Yeah, I see monsters. Sometimes I think it's all I see. But something I've realized the worst monster is actually me. Thank you. So, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the one, the only, In any city, should one need a ride from one place to another, there is usually a taxi. Whether this be a buggy, carriage, red or green songtail, beat up or hopped up motorcycle and truck, or the colorful, hard in the eye, Toroller Corolla Altasis, it's easy job, no skills required for the most part, except these days, a license. Lest you have mistaken they for farmers of cities, though some still wish to do so, farming for crops only, competition anon for people from place to place, naturally attract dregs from the serial low point career jobs. A step perhaps above a street sleeper, 
though maybe more money than some security guards or some good months of street vendor. No, they should be considered middle class proper. If one considers the lack of debt burden, if none, not having to pay for higher education only for general lack of health insurance, sadly to say, many widowed cars and many widows of farmers. Stories you generally hear on TV, perhaps the cash, of course. There are, here are a couple of others. Back before life got too crazy, like when I learned to overwork to death and the college dragged me up and down the country on the wrong drives and vans and taxis and buses, trucks and even motorbikes, on the vehicles that I take. After the usual shallow conversation is down, I might pull out a mixtape, a relic of the 90s when nobody could afford CDs. Then we might truly connect where we can share a journey and I get to be the DJ for once. And we get to share some music, set the mood. Most drivers have a favorite English song they want me to translate. Though sometimes, maybe the smart ones like it better to keep their mistranslated versions of the Beatles, the Eagles, the Scorpions. Then I ask them about their song. Some of the time, we let go on the jolly to melodramic sad Isan music, listening of home and corrupt people singing of lacks, wants, and jobs in factories. Or sometimes we'll listen to late night radio, another crime, another murder, another crazy person dancing on the highway. The pressure to snap, the pressure to dance. And very rarely when you meet another northern man, you might ask to hear their recording if they love the Sung Lao. The two doing mandolin and the saw and the flute. And I can remember when my uncle used to play after the harvest as they gathered and made kalam, uh, kalam upon a big pier, the crew. You can hardly find it now. Otsupasit. Seesaw. Hai kwai fang. Maybe it's we who are the fools if the buffaloes still listen because pause. The pause button will be the motif of our generation. An artificial pause while the scene goes on. The music stops and so does a feeling. The mixing line between artifice and reality is I keep choosing fantasy like watching people come and go behind a teeny thin piece of glass. No contact like passing under the lights of Pralam 8, Balamna 8 Bridge looking up at the pylon and foundering there in traffic wondering, hoping to find monuments that weren't built by dictators or monarchs. Something to share, even if sometimes the best song, simply the quiet lullaby of carbon monoxide. These days, you don't get the drones and the NGV engine who produces some 80% more methane, which may make really more die and kill more quickly, but there isn't ever enough supply. So on a long drive, you gotta take a couple hours. Line up with queues, take a couple minutes of shut-eye, fall asleep until the horns behind move a couple meters, shut off again. So we die more slowly because every day never stops. 500 baht to the loan shark, the tauke, the jiao pa, 24-7, like school, you need a family to work. Watch the license, sometimes not the face, because occasionally you break 
back home for the harvest, back to ladder-right red roads of home, the confectionist trees of what remains of the old forest, while I dream of acid radiation green skies on a hill over a valley that is my home city, or the orange glow of smog off the back moat water from the glow of bowl street lamps on dry nights along crumbling literate walls. In my hippie school, someone once told me, maybe you're a consciousness realizing yourself. If history is a lie, then maybe archaeology is more honest. Somehow I'm remembering, re-remembering the first time I saw Democracy Monument, the Pibun to make Thanon, Lacharalom, the champ Elise and the Democracy Monument, the Tarkli Tromph, wandering the night in tow with my companion, tracing fingers, the lines on the base, marble, and cement to see if there are still the traces of bullets of the side that for certain years and times are crenellations. Last time, I would have been seven, maybe. I don't remember what I was doing at the time. And I think of all the Chinese evicted from here. From the only monuments I may find are hollowed-out crevices or bullet holes. But how hard is it to find a sign of something that never happened? When the history is written like the spray street cleaning trucks, the small forgotten temple lies behind the 7-Eleven and gas stations. Trucks or the skeletons of highway built-ins, graffiti-decked monuments to abandoned memories. I've had so many chances to be away, so many chances to belong to some other, but something always bringing me back to this land, this pile of rubble. I sleep, but it's no surprise me that Red Bull was invented in Thailand for truck drivers, or that Yaba is a craze when you've got to drive for almost 20 hours up and down unfinished roads from Nan to Suratani to Nong Kai to Petbury. You put the pill under the tongue. Don't swallow. Drive until your eyes are about to bleed. Don't come down. Keep on going. Refill at the border. Back in the day, only 15 to 20 to the fix. Stay somewhere distant on the come down it won't be pleasant. Like speeding life in traffic all day. Watch the hours slip by, no control. Only a chance to decide nearest ride till you turn over the car to the garage at six or five. If I own it, then I drive it. Or that's it. Give it up to Bangkok. Give it up to the drive. Give it up to the car. Become a monk or give it up the car. Become a monk in the forest. Only the one who gives up the Ferrari gets noticed. I wonder how many see his dream of stop lights changing. Affectionless dream of forever. Go, stop, go, stop. Lost in traffic, begging to take a piss. Why to stay? This is why I drive a bike. Sipping between the warning red, pink, yellow throws that can't help remind you of toy vehicles with wind-up motors or the color of M&M's chocolate. Uh, also, the color of corruption against the red, blue, the yellow, green, legal, and the GPS green. Explain why, beside all the roads and the economics, you're taking a longer job driving vans and shuttles. Explain why you are driving. For true drivers, it's the longest hour, and you're tired. And you can become part of the road, part of the car, part of the engines. The Zen life adjustments, much better than being human. I confess, I once saw it on the unfinished road from Bangkok to Peppery in my kleptomaniac black jean jacket on a long road trip. I experienced this, cutting onto a red dirt highway. 
Unfinished with my friend Jason, spewing Nietzsche and Motorcycle Diaries, just out in the back, yelling with his arms out in the cloud laddering against a purpling sunset, finding a small space for Crispus Satori for just one moment. All you can expect before you're forced off the road. And as we're slipping further and further behind, education gets cut more and more or given to a system that doesn't work. How many years and how many people will we be begging to drive 24-7? It was much easier in the 90s when we were ahead moving. How long will this last as others breach the grab and surpass us? Or will we, like Southeast Asian's history, sink back into a tropical cement forest? Thank you. fell in love with her the first time I laid eyes is smell on her. There was a smell on her. Somewhere between subcontinental saffron scents and Saturday night stale cigarette, she melodiously caressed my eardrums with every syllable that left her perfectly parted lips. I wished to kiss. I approached and said, Miss, may I have this dance? She looked me up and down and said, you'll have to do better than that. I stepped back and said, dance. Dance like a dervish for our Lord who knows all, overflows wine glasses with happiness every time you smile. Last night, the sky complained of overcrowding from the tears that took flight from joy when I rediscovered God in my own heart, courtesy of you, and I swear I haven't ceased smiling since. She said, Rumi, I said Hafiz. She shook her head and said, Zohab, and took my hand, and we began to dance the dance of lovers. She whispered secrets in my ears. I recited couplets in hers. She never critiqued my words, rather asked more. With every word spoke, our feet lifted from the ground towards the seven heavens. She inspired rhythm with every tipped touch of her finger. If I a singer, I'd solely sing songs for her and her and her. See, she, she loves my words. She is my words, but words, words can never do her justice. It's just that she is light, is love, is life, is like no lover before her, nor like any that shall precede her. I see the mysteries of the universe in her pupils. Let Cupid shoot missiles and love consume you like I do and have since I saw her. I have since I laid eyes, ears, smell, touch, taste on her. There is a taste on her that has forever stained my lips, for she is my comfort, my confidant, my mistress, my lover, for she is poetry. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
Skurra. Seeing Monsters, November 28, 2017. The monsters I see look like Jake from Adventure Time. They spin in circles that never rhyme. The monsters are losing after all the time. I stole the monster's teeth so he won't bite me at night. But I felt bad so I gave them back. Now me and the monster are tight. Monsters don't have sharp teeth, scary eyes. They're disguised as sexy motherfuckers. Those tear-stained eyes, no one ever understands them. They feel lonely themselves. They scare me, amaze me, and drive me crazy. You'd think after 20 years, they wouldn't faze me. Tear-stained eyes that project the internal monsters onto the outside. I'll skip the page, just so y'all know. <laughs> Monsters don't just live in the closet. They are any forms of energy that startles your soul. Deducts and deposits. Monsters come in different forms. Camouflaging as norms. Creeping through dorms. Raping. Causing havoc. Destructing as destructing as storms. Monsters aren't always visible. You can't always see them. They sneak up and seize moments for horror, manipulating carpe diem to be continued. Devil emoji. <laughs> Y'all trying me with this small handwriting. We all see monsters. From a young age till now, what bothers me the most is that we all are someone's monster. At one point, you'll be referred. Hold on. <laughs> yes. We all see monsters from a young age until now. What bothers me the most is that we are all someone's monsters at one point. You'll be referred as somebody's monster on a stage. Maybe you deserved it. Maybe you didn't. But at the end of the day, you infiltrate and inflicted pain on someone else. Grrr. The beast inside me utters. As I reflect on what I've done, I choose the shutters. Someone's in the Sometimes the hardest person to forgive is yourself. Most of the time, you are your worst demon. Monsters look different in the light, but still I cannot avoid to let my inner monster out. Then let's call our monsters aloud. My voice is gone. 
I shout. I try to shout, but I cannot. But I am still here. Still nowhere to be found. Chill the fuck out, then chill the fuck in. Fucking feels so good. But don't fuck the worms. <laughs> okay? Chill the fuck out, then chill the fuck in. Fucking feels so good. But don't fuck the worms. There's enough of them already. Hey, y'all. <laughs> hey, y'all. Sorry for the flashes. <laughs> but I hope you like the pics. <laughs> Add me on Facebook to see them all. <laughs> At Jackie Sade. <laughs> Just for the record, J-A-C-Q-C-A-D-E-I-G, y'all. I always was scared of the boogeyman being a monster until I heard this fact. When the, when the boogeyman goes to sleep, he checks the closet for Chuck Norris first. <laughs> <laughs> I always was scared of the boogeyman being a monster until I heard this fact. When the boogeyman goes to sleep, he checks the closet for Chuck Norris first. Monsters, monsters me, monsters monster thee, but the real monster is free. Freedom is Freedom is self. Freedom is judgment. What I see is most me. Not yet even when I know I am set. But it's never set. Incomplete like poetry of death. Leave life incomplete. Peel the heavy tie heat from my back, but this is what we need to see as a poem that rotates, it could never feel complete. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the revolving poem. Give yourselves a round of applause. It was written by each and every single one of you. It pains me to say this, but it's already past like 11. It's a Tuesday. I have to express the deepest gratitude from my heart. We're, we're grateful. Thank you for joining us tonight. I hope you had enjoyed your time and please give a round of applause to all the wonderful poets. Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, these are your lyrical lunatics for the evening. Thank you for joining us. Follow us on SoundCloud. Please leave a review on Facebook if you enjoyed the show. And uh, yeah, put that on Instagram because it's great. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, one more round of applause and thank you.